October 2nd, 2023. My name is Jaron Jackson. I do love America. For me, it's always about the gospel of Jesus Christ, his death, his burial, his resurrection. Today, I want to read to you from Proverbs chapter 2, 6 and 7. For the Lord giveth wisdom, out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. He layeth, layeth up sound wisdom for the righteous. He is a buckler to them that walk uprightly. A couple different things to unpack before we get into our content. The Lord gives wisdom. He is the source of wisdom. The way that God thinks, the way that God would do stuff with the world is his wisdom. His wisdom is how he thinks. So the Lord has wisdom, which tells you that there's not Lord's wisdom. Out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. So when God speaks, you listen. This is why he calls his Bible his word. That's him talking. So if you want to hear what God says, the wisdom is in what God has said, which is the scripture. So listen to God talk, which means read and study your Bible. And now this next verse. He layeth up sound wisdom. He puts up good wisdom, solid wisdom, the right and best ways. He puts it up, which means you're looking up, you're seeking up. For the righteous, you can't get God's wisdom unless you're right with him. He God is a buckler to them that walk uprightly. Now, the buckler is a small shield, usually a small round shield. And here I want to in investigate your psychology, and we will get to Trump in a second, but it's very, it's very important we understand this idea. When people say that the Lord is my shield, they probably have in their head a big tower shield, something big and massive to be able to withstand all the slings and all the arrows and all the enemy attacks. Amen. God bless. But the Bible says, God says, he is a buckler to them that walk uprightly. Bucklers are small. They're small, they're round. And bucklers are really good for just parrying, just parrying. So if someone takes a swing, you redirect it. You just knock it out of the way. God's wisdom is not necessarily to be a bulwark against the evil. It is a slight defle deflection, and then you keep walking. You walk uprightly. So if you have a big, lumbering, towering shield, you're dragging it. You're not able to walk uprightly. You're burdened down by it. God's wisdom is light, so light that whenever the attacks come, it's a deflection. It's a, it's, a, it's a quick deflection. But that's only if you are seeking him. It's only if you're righteous. Now, take that to Trump. President Trump, this morning, I got the uh, attorney statements. We're going to look at his opening statement. We're going to look at a courtroom uh, scenario that just looks like it's the office. Looks like it's an episode of the office. And then we're going to listen to um, a law professor speak about... Um, kind of the discrepancies of what's going on because stuff doesn't make sense. Here's my thesis. My thesis is that God has specifically America under judgment. And because America is under judgment, we will, everybody, will start to see things are not good. We will start to recognize the things we took for granted are no longer as stable as we thought them to be. We will recognize the way that things that we have always done are not the way that it looks like they're going to be in the future. And so there will be people who shop around wisdom. They will shop sources of wisdom, whether they be gurus on the internet, podcasters with their promo codes, or people who are diligently searching the scriptures, telling them, turn off this podcast and go read your Bible. Turn off this podcast and go read your Bible. And so the way that people look at their foundation, the way the filter that they're using, the way that they interpret wisdom, the way that they're trying to seek truth in this time of chaos, murkiness, tumult, despair, it matters. And for the people that are looking to the scripture and the scripture first, those people are going to understand. And I think that there are a lot of people that are very deceived, who I politically agree with. That I might even uh, say I'm a Christian, and they might say that they're a Christian, but if they aren't actually letting the Bible tell them what to think, they are deceived. Before we get into the content today, I want to direct your attention to the win-win-win option at PatriotSwitch.com. Take the money that you're already spending on household products. 
take it away from Walmart, take it away from Amazon, take it away from all that stuff, and put it into an American manufacturing company, direct product purchase delivered right to your door, no hazardous chemicals, and really, they manufacture the stuff within weeks of you purchasing it. It's a beautiful company, American-made company, that's the first win. Products at price competitive points with no, no chemicals that are going to hurt you. The second win is that you're taking money away from the godless commies and you're giving it to an American-made company. The third win is that you get to help Jerry and his family to support the work that I do here in. Amen. God bless. PatriotSwitch.com slash President Trump is being persecuted, I believe, straight up. Now the filter that you use matters. There are people who believe in Q. And, and they, they believe that this is just the show that everyone has to watch. I believe this is absurd. If you believe that this is part of the grand conspiracy where the border is open, the babies are butchered, their kids are being perverted, President Trump is going through all of these uh, things. If you think that this is the grand master plan, then, if, then understand that that has effectively rendered you useless. For, no, for nothing more than propagating the fact that everything is well in hand, folks. Don't worry. Don't worry. Team America will save us. The cavalry will come. If that hurts, amen. If it doesn't, okay. But there are a lot of people that think that everything's just going to kind of pan out. Well, I believe it will, but not because we don't do anything. God gave you talents. He expects you to multiply them, not to bury them. If you're only reporting Q drops and saying that they watch the show and everything will be fine, you're not, you're not multiplying your talents. And then, of course, the people will say, well, but we're making people aware. Have you told anybody the gospel? Have you preached the gospel of salvation? Have you called people to repent? Have you had people be baptized in the name of the, uh, Jesus Christ? Because if you haven't and you aren't doing those things, then your awareness isn't doing jack for the kingdom of Christ. We want the kingdom of heaven. We want to acknowledge Christ as king. And as a result of that, we want to be busy in our Lord's work. I do. You might not be a Christian, but I want to be busy in God's work. So now that gets us back to Trump. I believe Trump has incredible political influence. I absolutely believe that God is using him. I also believe that he is in a really bad spot by a bunch of despots and tyrants who don't give a damn about the rule of law. They don't care because I believe these godless commies have... I believe, they believe, they have sufficiently inoculated the American people to the truth. The truth of the law. They have taught Christians to be disconnected from their government, to be disengaged and retreating about the ills and the bads of the day. And it's a result of that that we have, I believe, this situation where the country is dying and there's still a large section of the population that cares about it going, yeah, everything is being fine. Enjoy the show. Grab your popcorn. Oh, there was a Delta that proves out the thing. There's still people that are paying attention to politics as normal. Matt Gates is going to call for a vote, a vote to, you know, motion to vacate the speakership. Did you know that they did individual spending bills? If the corruption of this day has not brought you to your knees and put your face in the dirt towards God to call for repentance and get back to what's true, it's going to get a lot worse. This is why we send notice affidavit. This is why we learn the fundamental law. And I would like to apply that, if I may, to what President Trump's attorneys did and to a statement he made. So let's go. I need to readjust this camera real fast. So, so if, if you, you let, let me do this, I'll go all the way up with this. I'm sorry, I should have done this at the beginning. And then what I'll do is I'll take this down here and I'll put me right there. And then we'll do this, go ahead. Attorneys for Donald Trump, outside. At the end of the day, we have a judge that has told us that Mar-a-Lago is worth $18 million. So the issue here is that the, uh, the, the fraud case against President Trump is that people are saying that he committed insurance fraud uh, because he, he overpriced, he overvalued his properties. And so they are in, the, the, the Trump and his attorneys are in New York uh, about uh, effectively an insurance fraud case. Go ahead. He's failed to acknowledge what the appellate division has said, and we will continue to fight in hopes that there is some level of law and order in this country at this point. 
Although my faith in the system is weary, I do have faith in Donald Trump. I have faith in Christ, but okay. Very much. And by the way, um, the the Court of Appeals that they're saying has has ruled on this, um, th this, well, this is where it matters to understand what the specific and narrow issue is. I believe there's a little bit of generalization here on behalf of Trump's attorneys to say the Court of Appeals has already ruled on this. And that's to, you have to understand, both sides in this, the Trump and the non-Trump side, are pushing narratives. So they're, they're needing to establish public opinion, which should really matter to you. It should really matter that both sides are pushing out narratives to control the way that people think. Because when you recognize that the people have all political power, when people recognize that what's going on is wrong, and they, and they connect that to the fact that they have all political power and can change the law, that's been passed by the legislature, this, this system will crumble. But if people aren't telling, if, if Trump, his attorneys and patriots and podcasters aren't telling you, you have all political power, then that second dot is not there to connect to the fact that injustice is happening. If all they're doing is complaining about injustice and they don't tell you that you have all political power and that you can wield that political power to change and override these stupid statutes, if people aren't telling you that, then you're really not being helped. You're just being complained at, which I think is the, I think that's the purpose of mainstream conservative Inc. Con Inc. podcasters. Letitia James campaigned on getting Trump. That's what this is about. Election interference, Letitia James, Alvin Bragg, Fonnie Willis, Merrick Garland, and Joe Biden. This is designed to do nothing else but stop President Trump as he's leading by 10 points in the general election. I generally agree with that, and I, I think that that is true. I also think that there's an issue of law that we're not looking at, but we'll get to that later. We have a renegade judge here who's ignoring ruling of the appeals court. President Trump's assets are worth way more than what the court would have you believe. But this is all about 2024. Do not There's an element of uh, pride. My assets are worth a lot more than what you're being told. I don't believe that that's the, the issue in the law. I believe that that's more narrative. That's more uh, noise than it is signal. The signal is President Trump's right to property is exclusive from government. As you'll hear President Trump say in the next clip, he speaks about uh, a clause in there that regulates, that, that determines the law. The contract makes the law. When President Trump talks about that, that's the issue. So the issue of his, the value of his uh, properties is not the issue. So whenever this guy is saying this, um, I believe that that is just something that his attorneys are doing to keep and maintain Trump's brand so that uh, they can't say that Trump's poor or is not a good businessman or something like that because that's his brand. He's, he's built his brand on being a success. I'm getting confused. This is nothing more than election interference. Democrats know I agree. that Pr President Trump is leading Joe Biden by wide margins, and this is the only way that they can stop them. Yeah, no, I, I generally agree. Generally agree. All right, so that's his attorneys, and then this is President Trump in the courthouse shortly thereafter. So yeah, just, yeah. just want to take this uh, full, guys. Bring up the sound, see if there's any comment. She was going to get Trump before she even knew anything about me. She used this to run for governor. She failed in her attempt to run for governor. 
He's right, speaking about the bias uh, and the unprofessionalism of the prosecutor. Letitia James completely agree, uh, but you also have to understand that in the system that our attorneys have crafted for us, um, the discretion to charge is in the district attorney or the prosecuting attorney. So he can he can say, and he should, and I agree with him, that she's biased, but I mean, it's like her bias... Him saying her bias against Trump is politically motivated is opposite and equally answered by the fact that it's her discretion and her supporters who voted for her because she campaigned against Trump is actually the political outcome that they want, even though I think it's illegal and lawful and moral and unjust, that's what they put her in office for. So uh, this would be the elections have consequences uh, consideration. Virtually no polling. She came back and she said, well, now I'll go back to get Trump again. And this is what we have. It's a scam. It's a sham. Agreed. Agreed. Just so you know, my financial statements are phenomenal. They are actually less in terms of the numbers used than the actual net worth. The actual net worth is substantially more. The average person doesn't understand this talk. Um, I don't understand all the things that he's talking about. But you understand... The big idea is that Trump is guarding his reputation as a successful businessman. That is actually worth money. That that brand is actually worth something. And he's got a common law right to reputation. So what he's doing here is defending his reputation. He should be. But you also understand that his brand is anchored on money and wealth and success. There, there's, a, there's an instability there. So I agree with what he's doing to defend his reputation. But because his reputation is in wealth and money and property, um, that's what he's busy focusing on instead of, I would say, Christ. Um, now, that might seem churchy, but understand that distinction matters. Uh, that, that, that distinction matters. No bank was affected. No bank was hurt. They don't even know why they have to be involved. And they've so testified. They can't believe that they're involved. Because they were paid back on time, there were no defaults, there were no problems, and it was like a perfect client. In the meantime, people are being murdered all over the sidewalks of New York. Yeah, no, I, I agree, and he's about to set up the hypocrisy of Letitia James. If Trump took money from a bank and he paid the bank back, then the contract governing the repayment of the loan from Trump to the banks, that's the law. The contract makes the law. That's a maximum of law. The contract makes the law. So what Trump is doing, if Trump was in compliance with the, uh, with the contract, then there's no issue here. What you see and people aren't speaking to, and I'll, I'll point directly to it, is that the district attorney, the Letitia James lady, she's prosecuting not with evidence, but on the presumption that Trump did something bad. And because attorneys have been poorly trained in law schools, law schools have generated these lawyers and lawyers have gotten into courts and they've gotten into lobbyists, they've gotten into legislators, they've gotten into all these things. The bad form of law here is that the government's going to then say, well, we need discovery to go into all his financials. I'm sorry. Where do you get the right to come into my private information to discover something? Discovery is a hoax. If you take someone to court and you don't have evidence, and you have to go into their private stuff to get evidence, that means you're in court without evidence. That's a hoax. That means you don't have enough to prosecute the guy. And if you don't have enough to prosecute the guy, then what are you swearing to? Because whenever you swear that someone hurts you, it means you have sufficient evidence to prove what it is that you say, which is why you swear to it. But if you swear to something, and then you say, oh, but I need to go see your emails, I need your emails to show that I'm right. Well, then you shouldn't prosecute. Or you should change what you're going after them for. Which is why it's so critical that the common law is about the defense of rights and not the application of statutes. An application of statute can allege, can presume that someone does bad, which is what they've done to Trump. And then they say, well, now we got Trump in the courtroom. Give us your bank records. Give us your reports. Give us your stuff. Now, if you look into the law, the legislature creates most LLCs. Most, uh, well, they do. The, the government creates the limited liability corporations. They 
they create those those entities that then go do business and go do commerce. If Trump is in a private membership association, if Trump holds his deeds privately, then those are outside of the jurisdiction of government and his entities aren't created by the government. So if the government creates your entities, the government can say, give us access to your books, show us your records, show us your accounting. And they can do that as a mechanism to make sure that those created entities aren't um, you know, conducting monopolistic practices against the people's rights and their ability to uh, free trade. Right, because if you hurt my liberty, if you hurt my property, that's a rights violation. And if I allege that's being done by an entity that the government creates, the government has all the power because it created that entity to come to that entity and say, show us your books. And so if Trump's organization is a private membership association and he's outside of the jurisdiction of the public uh, sphere, then nobody in the government can come to Trump and say, show us your books unless someone has sworn under oath and affirmation this is the fourth amendment every person has the right to be uh right to privacy in their persons papers houses and effects so if you are outside the jurisdiction of the government the government can't breach that privacy unless someone swears and if someone swears that means that they already have the evidence sufficient to do the prosecution. They can't swear and then say, give us the information for us then to reveal these facts to then prosecute you on. That's wrong. That goes against the man's liberty. And you might think, well, then that would allow a lot of people to get away with uh, crimes. Well, if they have an entity created by the government, the government can look into any entity that they want. So if an entity is created by government and goes out and does commerce, then the Congress, the legislature, has plenary power to go investigate whatever entity they created because they created it. But if you are outside of the government and you create your own private membership association, then the government can't get into that private membership association to look at your member list, to look at your bank records, to look at any of the things that you do. Not unless someone swears. You have to understand the fundamental law. And what seems to me is that right here, people don't know the fundamental law. And so they're persecuting President Trump based on bad form of law and no jurisdiction. So he's getting politically persecuted in the law because of bad understanding of the fundamentals. If he knew his rights, this case would be gone. There was no victim here. There's no victim there. Amen. That's, that's the whole point. No one has sworn to injury. No one has sworn to injury. And if no one has sworn to injury, injury cannot be presumed. You can't presume injury. You have to swear to it. Amen. The banks were represented by the best, biggest, most prestigious law firms in the state of New York, actually in the country. Some of the biggest and best law firms, in all cases, the biggest and best law firms. That's who represented them. The banks got back their money. Again, there was never a default. There was never a problem. Everything was perfect. There was no crime. The crime is against me. Yeah, so he's speaking to the probable cause. President Trump is saying that there's no crime. The real issue is that there's no probable cause because no one in the government can swear to something. The prosecutor can't come at you unless someone has sworn that they, that they see something. And probable cause is the idea that, well, while I'm observing you, I can't prove it, but because we give the government the benefit of the doubt, the risk there is you violate someone's liberty, which is what they're doing. But in violating their liberty, they have to have firsthand witnessed knowledge to what's going on. And if President Trump is saying he made all his payments, the bank never complained, there was no nothing alleged, there's literally nothing there for anyone to swear to, to then confer jurisdiction, give jurisdiction to a court to do anything. This is tyranny. This is corruption. Because we have a corrupt district attorney. Amen. But we have a corrupt attorney general. Amen. And it all comes down from the DOJ. They're totally coordinated this in Washington because I'm leading. I'm the leading candidate. I'm leading Biden by 10 points. Agreed. And I'm leading the Republicans by 50 and 60 points. That's Agreed. pretty much, they say, over. I never accept that, but they say it's over. Agreed. 
This has to do with election interference, plain and simple. Agreed. They're trying to damage me so that I don't do as well as I'm doing in the election. Our country's Agreed. gone to hell. We have a country that's in decline, serious Agreed. decline. We have a man running our country who has no clue. Agreed. Know what he's doing, and you know it better than anybody because you have to cover him. Amen. What they've done with open borders, what they've done with interest rates Amen. and taxes, it's a disgrace. So while we have... You hear the murmuring, the murmuring going on. The press is there because they want to see Trump get persecuted. The press is the enemy of the people. I completely agree with Trump on that. They are there to skewer him. They are there to drive to drive the stakes into his hands. They want to pound him. They want to smash him. Uh, they want to make him a martyr for anybody that would try to think like him, do as him, believe as him, follow him, do do as America would do. So they want to destroy that. But now you notice when Trump gets off the facts or the issues of the case and he starts to get into the broader implications of why this is happening. Election integrity, open borders, uh, killing people, interest rates, those types of things. Now the murmuring's happening. Now, now this is no longer just the beat Trump up. Now it's the, oh, okay, all right, all right, all right. Get, let's, get back to, let's get back to how racist you are, Trump. Let's get back to how racist and guilty you are. Here is an attempt to hurt me in an election. See? It's an attempt to hurt me in an election. This never happened before where President of the United States leaves office and gets indicted. Agreed. And the reason I got indicted was that I ran. If I didn't run, I'd be sitting right now at a beach like Biden does every time, even though he's supposed to be working. That's good. So very simply put, it's a witch hunt. It's a disgrace. We have a corrupt attorney general in this state. You see how she does. This trial was railroaded and fast-tracked. This trial could have been brought years ago, yep. but they waited till I was right in the middle of my campaign. Agreed. The same with other trials and indictments. It's all run by DOJ. Agreed. Now, now test the hypothesis, because there will be people going, yeah, Trump's playing a part, the White Hats are in control, this is all scripted, and everything's fake. And they don't mean that it's not actually happening. They mean that the conclusion is already guaranteed that Trump just walks back in the White House because the White Hat's clickety-clack stuff and he gets in. Or you can consider the fact that these godless commies that are doing this to him politically time it to destroy him because it's not just about getting the prosecution against Trump. It's about convincing the people who already hate Trump to further hate Trump, if that were possible. But I believe, and I said this months ago, the issue is to get it to where states deny him ballot access. Because if, if, let's just say, it goes Trump versus whatever Democrat. Trump is going to overwhelmingly get the votes. And then you've got a lot of people that are focused on the machines, the election integrity part, Operation Josiah, link in the description below. you got people focused on that aspect of it. I believe right now in the Patriot sphere, there is an emerging market opportunity to become auditors to become professional auditors to get money to go around the states go around the country and be auditors for elections i think that is a market opportunity happening and so keep your wary eye on that but then you think that there's going to be people who the majority of americans believe that the election in 2020 was stolen because it was and they're going to think that well these are cheap machines they're rigged machines as long as you got the machines they're going to be rigged and so because people have discredited rightly so the machines, whenever the election happens, you're going to have people that say that this isn't a valid election because you guys had machines. So there's going to be that crowd. And then there's going to be the crowd that says, well, uh, Michelle won, Mike Obama won the election, whoever it is on the Democrat side won the election. There's even people starting to say RFK Jr. is going to take more votes from Biden than it will Trump. This is bad thinking. This is not good thinking. This is normal, forgive me, boomer political analysis where it's, well, this is just like Ross Perot in 1992. No, the landscape's changed. The battlefield's changed. The, the tactics employed, the, the paradigms, the, the pressures that's going on have changed. The only other thing that I would say is you need to anchor this and you really need to see first and foremost, this is God's judgment. We are in such an oppressive time that they're perverting kids and they're doing all their stuff. That's out in the open. And if that stuff is happening out in the open, why would you not think that these people, 
these godless commies that are supporting the brazen perversion of kids out in public, why wouldn't you think that they, just as President Trump is saying, politically time a persecuting trial against them with no legal basis, don't you think that they wouldn't just do that because they can? And what's the response to it? This is a show trial. This is a sham. This isn't good. Well, that's just a bunch of people complaining. There's nothing in the law that's being expressed. And if you really want to dig down and really want to cut, conservatives won't do anything unless they know the law. So if conservatives are doing nothing but complaining and you're not teaching people what the law is, you're not actually equipping conservatives with truth that they can stand on. You're complaining to them, conditioning them to just bitch and moan and complain. And as a, as a result of that, they don't do anything. And I believe President Trump is in a position trying to clamor to get people to do something, but because he himself is surrounded by people, attorneys, making not fundamental law arguments about his rights, they're arguing, well, this is a sham process, and this judge is a rogue judge, and just, just argue what the law is. Stand on the law. And when you stand on the law, everyone will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Because here's the deal, even if you say the truth and no one goes with it, at that point, if you know the truth, you stand on it, and you're willing to die for it, other people will see that witness and say, that dude's right. There's no argument against that. That guy's doing what he should be doing. And that will, that will connect the dot, that will provide the second dot, the truth, to stand on, that people can go from the complaint, the injustice, to the truth, and whenever they do that, they'll go, that's what we want to do. That's what we want to stand on. And that will be infectious. When the root of liberty, the, liberty is a plant, when taken root, rapidly grows, rapidly grows. But you have to understand what the liberty is, what the law is. If you don't understand that, you don't have the truth. You have adjacent truth. This is a show trial. Okay, but like, why? Well, because that's a crooked rogue judge. Okay, but like, is that the law? Or does the judge have discretion? Are there judicial canons that dictate how the judge should act? Because now you can say he's in violation of the judicial canon. Is there discretionary uh, you know, malfeasance or malpractice that the prosecutor is using? Yeah. Well, then let's understand what that means. Are there property rights that President Trump has that his attorneys aren't expressing that he doesn't know he has? Yeah. Well, let's just say that then. Because, because when, when you, you say, say what the truth is, is that's a completely different thing from getting right close to it. Corrupt in Washington. Everything goes through them. They're all corrupt people. Frankly, our country is corrupt. And that's one of the reasons I'm running. We're going to straighten it out. They have one property that's worth anywhere from 50 to 100 times what this judge put down as a value. Put down a value, $18 million. And the property's probably worth, could be anywhere from 50 to 100 times more than that. Why does the government have any interest in valuing his property? Answer, insurance fraud, property taxes. The first issue, if the contract wasn't breached, the contract makes the law. There's no issue there. We've covered this. The second issue is property tax. If President Trump holds title and he has his deed private, there's no jurisdiction for the government to have any issue on his property, which means that they don't care about the valuation because they don't have any power to do anything about it. And a lot of those numbers could even be low. We have other properties the same thing, so he devalued everything. I didn't even put in my best asset, which is the brand, in terms of value. Coca-Cola, take a look at their value. They have a value. The value of their brand is more than everything else put together. That's true. And what President Trump is, is explaining now in simple terms, simple to where I can understand it, is, is he's explaining how high-powered businessmen like him think and do stuff, which is great. I think this is great content to hear President Trump talk about how he manages his empire and how he grows and that stuff. That's great. That's great education. That's great mentorship. And that's what he's about to do. He's about to transition to here's how I did stuff, which is insight. So let's pay attention and learn. My brand is extremely valuable. I didn't even use it in my financials. If I wanted to build up a financial statement, I would have built it up by using brand in addition to everything else. We have the greatest properties. We have among the greatest properties in the world, and I have to go through this. 
for political reasons. This judge is a politician. He comes out of the clubs. He's running unopposed. The reason he's unopposed is because he's getting Trump. Hit that PatriotSwitch.com option. Hit that PatriotSwitch.com option. Be a blessing. Amen. They always run opposed. He's getting Trump. The bosses say, don't run against this guy. He's doing great. He's getting Trump. But he overplayed his hand and he should be investigated for what he's done. What he did in undervaluing these properties is a disgrace to our nation. This shouldn't be a case. One other thing. We have a clause in the contract which... This is where he's this is where he's going to explain the the killer issue. The contract makes the law. In the US Constitution, Article 1, Section 10, Clause 5, something like that. Congress can't pass any law, no state can pass any law impairing the obligation of a contract. If you have a contract and that's between two parties, the government can't pass a law to breach that contract unless that contract is repugnant to the Constitution. Like, hey, I'm in the slave-selling business. No, you can't do that because you can't have slaves. But if there is a contract between a bank and a you know large property holdings company, and it's a private contract, the government can't breach that. The government can't touch that, not unless one party brings suit. And many of these high-level parties will go to arbitration instead of uh, to the courts. But what he's about to say, he's about to explain the fact that there's a clause in his contract. When he explains this clause in his contract, you need to keep in mind when the Constitution says, shall make no law impairing the obligation of a contract. What he's speaking to directly corresponds to a constitutional principle where nothing in the government can breach. Period. Go ahead. tells essentially, buyer beware, the contract is very, very, if you take a look and you speak to the banks, and you will, I hope you speak to the banks, because the banks got paid in full. I hope you speak to the banks. If the banks got paid in full and they haven't spoke to the banks, then again, that shows that there's no issue, there's no harm, there's no injury. No one has sworn to any facts. Just that phrasing right there presupposes there's not any first-hand evidence or claim to an injury. This is, this is a sham. We have a clause in the contract. It's like a buyer beware clause. It says when you take a look at the financial statement, don't believe anything you read. This is up front. Don't believe anything you read. Some people call it a worthless clause because it makes the statement and anything you read in the statement worthless. It says go out and do your own research. That's called full disclosure. He's talking about full disclosure. Go out and do your own due diligence. You have to study the statement carefully. Do not believe anything. In fact, it's so strong that people read it and they don't even accept it. It's called full disclosure. He, he's President Trump right now is spitting some constitutional law that is so powerful. This case will end as a result of this idea. Like this idea is the reason why it goes 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 wrong goes dead they don't even want it they don't even use it it's called a disclaimer clause it's very common if you put it in if you don't have time to do statements or even if you do have time people like to have it this is what's called a full disclaimer we disclaim the financial statements but even with a full disclaimer which immediately takes you out of any fraud situation and because what is that so break down the word, disclaim, disclaim. To claim is to say something is true. To disclaim is to say, I'm not saying that. I am not claiming this. So whenever you talk about your financial claim, uh, finan when you talk about your financial statements, when President Trump talks about his financial statements, when he puts a disclaimer in there, he is saying, I'm not saying this is true. That's what, he's, that's what it literally means. Disclaim is, the, is to say, I'm not claiming. So when I say a disclaimer, I'm saying, I am not saying this is true. Because to claim is to swear to something being true. To say it is true. So when you put a disclaimer into a contract, you're telling people, I'm not saying that this is true or valid or right. And that's why it's called a disclaimer. Because it's basically saying, you can't hold me accountable because I'm literally telling you, I'm not saying this. So here's my financials, and here's a full disclaimer that says, don't believe them. Now, if you still want to do business with that guy, that's on you. 
If you want to sign that contract, that's on you. But when the contract contains that disclaimer, that right there is a guard against fraud because he's literally telling you, while the minds are meeting, while the parties are coming together to try to see if they want to do a contract, while he's while you guys are literally in the formation of the contract and the contract makes the law, while you're doing that, if he tells you, listen, nothing I'm saying is true. Nothing I'm saying is what I, I'm not saying anything that I'm saying is true. You can't come after him for fraud. Period. Done. And if you sign it, you're you're accountable to that. Hey, I'm going to sign this thing. Here's my financials and here's the disclaimer. It says nothing, you know, this is a disclaimer clause. Don't believe anything you read. It's not true, blah 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 blah. And you sign that? Okay. Okay. But you see now what's going on is that President Trump had that disclaimer clause, which completely guards him from fraud. What's he being prosecuted for? Fraud. Any litigation. And by the way, when the attorney general found out about the disclaimer clause, she said, that's okay, let's go forward anyway. It's good publicity. These are corrupt people we're dealing with. The most corrupt people. We have a great company. I built a great company. It's got tremendous value. It's got some of the greatest real estate assets in the world. And now I have to go before a rogue judge as a continuation of Russia, 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 as a continuation Agreed. of the greatest witch hunt of all time. Agreed. And I don't think the people of this country are going to stand for it. If I weren't leading in all the polls, or if I weren't running, I wouldn't have any of these cases. I wouldn't be seeing you this morning. Agreed. But I'll be seeing a lot of you because this is a horrible thing that's happening to our country and we've got to get it straightened away. Agreed. So we'll go in and see our rogue judge and we'll listen to this man. And uh, I think most people get it. People are getting it. I can tell you the voters getting it because every time they give me a fake indictment, I go up in the polls and that's never happened before. Agreed. But this is a disgrace. And you're gonna go after this attorney general because she's turning off everybody from coming in you know i don't know if you take a look at the outflow of business businesses are fleeing new york because of horrible horrible attorney generals and judges like we have they go to other places where they can be treated fairly and with respect thank you very much everybody thank you thank you all right so i i agree with <laughs> i'm biased to trump i support him i like him i agree with what he says um, content commentary therein. Uh, these are prosecute. These are persecuting people. These are rogue judges. These are unlawful things. But here's the, here's my question: What does he mean? Go after these people? What does he mean? Show up the judge? Or what does he mean by that? And that is the land of ambiguity, where I'm not I'm not I'm not blaming Trump. He's not an attorney. I blame his attorneys. And I blame politicians that whenever they know and they learn about the law, they don't tell people the law. And you have to understand, ultimately, the reason why people don't talk about the Constitution any more than it is just a conservative talking point is because the Constitution declares you as the boss. And when you understand that, you won't want to... If, if you as the people understand the Constitution secures your position as the master, as one of the popular sovereigns, you will never leave the Constitution. You will only talk about that. You will only understand it. Whenever you deal with anything in your government, that is all the place you're going to hang out at. You won't hang out in courts. You won't hang out in filings. You won't hang out in case law. You won't hang out in statutes. You won't hang out in codes or ordinances or regulations or anything, executive orders. That's not your territory. That's not your land. Your land is on the land. You are right there with the Constitution. That secures the common law. That secures your rights. And that tells everybody in government who the boss is. And so President Trump is talking about, hey, we got this clause. So he's speaking like a businessman. And someone has said, hey, this clause does this. And so he understands it from a business side. But when you know what the Constitution says, he's actually making one of the most profound constitutional arguments that will kill this case if his attorneys argue it. And that's what you have to understand is that the judge 
even if it is a judge, and we'll get to something that shows that I, I think that he's a freaking godless commie, but the judge only knows what is being argued against him. Or the judge only knows what is being brought before him. He sits on the chair, sits in the thing. Only what is brought before him is what he takes notice of. If you do not bring something before the judge, he does not notice it. So if it's true, and it's out here, and you don't bring it before him, he doesn't take notice. You have to say, judge, take notice of this. Oh, okay, I see it now. I see the thing that you have brought in front of my attention. This is why in our notices we say, please take notice. We're bringing it to their attention going, hey, look at it. Oh, okay, got it. I, I now see what it is that you're telling me. And the reason why is the judge is supposed to be impartial. And an impartial judge cannot know anything unless it's known to them judicially. Until so you bring that in front of them and say, hey, look at this. Oh, okay, now I see it. So it can be true. The fraud can be true. The, the full disclaimer clause can be true, killing the entire case. But if that isn't brought in front of the judge, the judge doesn't know it judicially. There's still no guarantee that the judge is going to act righteous. What I'm doing is I'm telling you what the law is. And for people that are saying, you know, either A, uh, you know, I don't know what I'm talking about or whatever, you know, schedule a time. Let's go live. Let's talk about what the fundamental law is. Let's, let's bring your big brains and let's bring what the things are and we'll argue. We, will, we won't even argue. We will look at what the truth is. And when we look at what the truth is, you will see that there is no running from the truth. You will see that there is no arguing with the truth. There is no interpretation. The, the law is plain. And it's, it's this satanic Jesuit notion that you can interpret the law. You can't interpret the law. The law is the law. It means what it means. You have to understand what it means. And if you don't, then you're, you're already using a filter that allows you to get away from the truth. So if the judge, though he be a godless commie, and he not fear God. This is what Luke 18, the, the, the persistent widow. If you get a judge who hates God, who's a godless commie, and you tell him the truth, this is where God moves on that judge's heart. One of the ways is that you bring it to the judge's notice that, hey, judge, I, as one of the people, know that you're sworn to the Constitution. And I know whenever you go against the Constitution that you're actually at war with the United States, which makes you a traitor. And if we're putting this on the record, people are going to know that you are going, at, going to war against your oath. Do you want to do that? And while that might not work in this one situation, if I, Jaron, go and tell all these other people, and all these other people start knowing what I'm telling you, and they can't argue because it's true, now more people know what I know. And now when more people know what the truth is, now we're going to take action, which means we can prosecute which means we'll go after you, which means we will bring justice and apply the law. And that's why we get back to the fundamentals. That's why, to go back to where I started with, when I started this, uh, this live stream, let me do this. When I started this live stream today, <clears throat> when I started this live stream today, I started out with what the fundamental law was, but I said that we are under judgment. And being under judgment, the way that we respond to the bad matters. And so if you give your thinking to the conspiracies and the drops and the deltas and the Q stuff, you aren't doing anything. And you can say that you are. Well, I'm sharing the information and I'm learning to dig and I'm telling people that's not doing anything. You're just, you're leveling up their ability to find stuff that sucks and complain about it. You're not actually doing stuff. If, however, you say, well, you know, the, the radical left is destroying the country. Well, then you've just got your head in the sand. And you're a moron because the enemy is inside the chicken chicken coop. The fox is in the hen house and he's ripping things up. And he's most likely being presented to you in some nice, well-mannered, soft-spoken, grace-focused preacher who ain't bringing the law, ain't talking about submission to Jesus, not talking about the fact that gospel or the, the gospel for salvation, repentance of sin, is what you need. If people aren't bringing the hot gospel, then they're distracting you and denying the truth. When you see the things that are going on, when you get back to the fundamentals, now you are in a position to throw away and pull aside all the stuff that's weighing you down. This is God pruning. This is God turning up the heat to burn off the chaff. 
And you will be in a series, a systematic series of, is this Christ's? Nope. Chuck. Is this Christ's? Nope. Chuck. And some of you will say, is this Christ's? Well, no, but I, but I like it. It's my precious. I'm going to hold on to it because it's my tradition. I'm going to hold on to this because it's what my favorite pastor said. I'm going to hold on to this because the radical left is destroying America and we got to support the Republicans. I'm going to hold on to this because my favorite guru says this. My favorite podcaster has his promo codes. My favorite XYZ. Read the Bible. Proverbs chapter 2, 6 and 7. For the Lord giveth wisdom. The Lord gives wisdom. He'll tell you how he thinks. He'll tell you how to do stuff. Out of his mouth he speaks it. His Bible cometh knowledge. The knowledge comes from God's word. And understanding, if you understand it, if you see him as the source of knowledge, you're going to look to him. He layeth up sound wisdom for the righteous. He puts the wisdom, his wisdom, from what he says up. He puts it up, which means you got to look for it. you got to build for it. you got to seek it. you got to go after it. And as you do this, he, God, is a buckler to them that walk uprightly, which means you're walking. You ain't hunched. You ain't distracted. You're moving. You're doing stuff. You're conquering. As you're walking uprightly, you're doing it as God wants you to do. And he, God, is your buckler. Small shield, round shield. Something comes, get out of the way. Get out of the way. Get out of the way. Get out of my face. You're not going to be stopped. You're going to keep going. We are on the march. We are conquering. President Trump, I believe God has used him mightily. Amen. I believe that, Lord willing, God will continue to use President Trump. But whereas I saw President Trump run for president in 2016 and what he did in his first office and uh, first term and then after all the other persecutions thereafter, I believe President Trump right now is being used to shame Christians, to shame them. Whether it's the fact that he supports abortion in any form and he's trying to make it political. He had something at his Mar-a-Lago in December of 2022 celebrating sodomy. That's not good. God doesn't like those things. Those aren't good things. So President Trump needs to bear fruit that looks like he's repented and focused on Christ. And so at this point, he's got the attention. The world's looking at Trump. They see the political persecution. The question is, do you really think that these people care about the rule of law? As long as they know that everyone's focused on Trump, all they got to do is nuke this guy. All they got to do is remove him, and they know that if Americans aren't actually reading their Bibles, if Americans aren't actually looking at the fundamental law, if Americans aren't actually getting back to what the truth is, if Trump is your truth, as soon as Trump is gone, your truth is destroyed. So the best way to actually help Trump is not to focus on the stuff that's going on with him at all. It's to focus on the ideas that are going into what's going after him understand those ideas understand the truth to destroy those ideas and what you'll actually do is you will stand beside him he might actually come and stand beside you because i believe right now he's taking a bunch of slings and arrows and i don't think he knows what he's doing i don't think that his lawyers are doing what they should be doing um i believe that they're politically prosecuting him and everyone who supports trump want him to succeed but if you're looking at this trial you're looking at these proceedings and you don't understand what's going on all you can do is just say this is bad this is a sham well yes but that's just complaining i'm not interested in that i'm i'm not interested in only that you can say stuff sucks but if you're not giving me a remedy if you're not pointing to a plan a solution if you're not saying what we can do about it i'm uninterested because it's just complaining and after a while, it's like, that's, that's cancer. That's, that's cancer to the spirit. Because all you're doing is you're saying that stuff is so horrible that there's no solution to anything. And if your solution is praying and fasting, amen. That, that is a God-honoring solution. I also think that his wisdom allows for more than just prayer and fasting. Prayer and fasting is necessary. It's good. Amen. There's a lot more to it. Amen. I want to finish these last two, uh, if I can. This last, uh, what's it called? Let's do this. All right, here, watch this commentary follow. Or were they just that something that we frankly did not expect? There's a camera in that courtroom. 
was that supposed to be, or would they just be simply ushered out when we're gaveled to order? Well, these, uh, they, you're more likely to have cameras in state proceedings, and so it's up to the discretion of the uh, judge. Uh, and quite frankly, I'm not too sure that both parties would want this. Uh, I think that Trump views this, uh, the optics of this, as working to his advantage. Look, people looking at this live picture right now uh, will be either filled with rage or they will be thrilled. And, and that's, that's the problem, problem. Is, that, is that, you know, you, know, you, you have James, James now being shown, shown in the background, you've got Trump, Trump in the foreground, foreground. and it fulfills the narrative on both sides. Trump is likely right. I mean, he's being shown in a sort of tag team theories of prosecutions and civil lawsuits uh, where one prosecutor tags another. They're all insisting on these trials occurring before the election. Yeah, the, uh, the political persecution's going there, the judge is going, Letitia James, the, the district attorney, the, the prosecuting person, um, just scowling at him. That looks like an episode of The Office. It looks like a little segment of an off, like, like it is a show. And, and that presentation right there will confirm the filter that people use to say, well, everything's a show, and look at these actors, and all. It's just, if you give your thinking to that, you will always be able to confirm that bias, always. And if that's the bias that you have, then the subtext that if everything's a show, then you're really, you're really acknowledging whoever it is that you think is telling the actors what to do. And whoever's telling the actors what to do, that's the God that you're worshiping. That's the power that you're believing in. That's who your faith is in, whoever's telling people what the show is. And if the show is just kick back guys, everything's fine, that I just it's it's I, I believe I believe that that is uh, evil. I believe that that is wrong. Um, and I also think it's a distraction because if you just say, "Well, look at this. This looks like the office, like I did," you would say, "Yeah, that, that looks like it's not real." That judge doing that doesn't make sense. Well, that doesn't uh, you know that does not change that judge's ability to go from the huh to okay now I'm going to get him. That doesn't stop him from doing that. It also just because he's flippant and nonchalant doesn't mean that he still ain't in the position with judicial power. So if he's like just uh, cavalierly just brandishing his, you know, I don't care-ness all over the place, that doesn't stop the fact that he's sitting in a position. All that'll do, and maybe this is the point of the show, all that'll do is just show Americans how corrupt things are. But if that's where things stop, just to show you how corrupt things are, that's not, that's not anything. Folks, this is why we want to believe the gospel. Uh, not because of the show trial in America being under judgment and all these things. We want to believe the gospel because Christ is king. And the things that are bad in this world need to start with us. My sin against God is first and foremost what I am guilty of. I'm not guilty of destroying America. I'm not guilty of putting out disinformation. I'm not guilty about any of these other things. I'm guilty of sinning against an almighty God. My sin is first and foremost against him. Your sin is first and foremost against God. When Jesus came, uh, virgin birth, sinless life, put himself on the cross voluntarily, when he hung there, he was taking God's wrath in our place. When he yielded his ghost, when he gave up his spirit, that was him laying down his life for us. And that's because we will not, if we believe in him, we will not be in hell. You and I are sinners. We have broken God's law. Jesus paid that fine. When Jesus physically rose from the grave, he was eating, showing people that he's alive, letting his disciples touch his hands, and like all these other things. When he was doing that, or when he did that, the one time he died, the one time he physically rose from the grave, when he did these things, this was him completing the old covenant, establishing and introducing the new covenant. The new covenant is the only way to heaven. The only way to God is through the blood of the Lamb. You must understand that you are a sinner. You must confess that you are believing in Jesus Christ. You must believe the gospel. You must be baptized in the name of Christ. You must do these things to know and to do these things. Now, a lot of people will jump into the statements that I said and start to pick them apart based on filters, based on what other people have told them. The Bible is God talking. The Bible is God talking. 
When you read the Bible, that is God talking to you. If your heart is for him, you read it, you do what it says. You do what the Bible says. Don't try to get too smart. Don't bring in ways that aren't of God to try to put a filter on the Bible. Read the Bible. Believe the gospel. If you do not believe the gospel, you will not know Christ. If you do not know Christ, you will not go to heaven. Believe the gospel, my friends. I appreciate your time. The best way that you can help me is the win-win-win option. I've talked about it twice now. The uh, PatriotSwitch.com slash Jaren. PatriotSwitch.com slash Jaren. Take the shopping you're already doing. Use the same money, all that kind of stuff for the household products that you do. Get direct purchase products direct delivered directly to your house, right? Amer uh, that's American manufactured, uh, no harmful chemicals. That's the first win. The second win is you're taking money out of the godless commies and you're putting it into an American manufacturing. And the third win is that you're supporting Jaren, his work, his family, everything else. PatriotSwitch.com slash Jaren. PatriotSwitch.com slash Jaren. I appreciate your time. Lord willing, we'll be back tomorrow. Until then, I am Jaron Jackson. I do love America. Do not quit. Go to war.